Hey everyone, happy... Hey everyone, so it's it's the 4th of January 2019, woohoo, congrats on making it into the new year, you know, because it's so hard to, to grow, right, you know, it's, uh, all you have to do is eat and not die, and you'll make it into a new year. <laughs> okay, that might not be the best way to start an episode, but whatever. You know, I just thought, you know, during New Year's Eve, I just uh, realized that everyone around me was getting smashed on a Monday, on a Monday night. And then I thought thought about it, and I was like, holy shit, you know, the entire world is getting fucked on a Monday night. So it was basically a global excuse for everyone to get smashed. And you, you gotta give it to the world, you know, I love how we, <laughs> I love how we do things sometimes. But yeah, it's been an interesting time so far for me, you know, I moved a lot, I spent Christmas at a friend's place, and then I went to my aunt's place, I recorded uh, an Arabic podcast episode with my aunt, that I, I think I might upload later on, and I recorded two German podcasts, one with my cousin and one with his best friend, and I uploaded the one with his best friend, I th- like, I thought that was cool. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think it's it's a waste to let these moments go. You know, I think it's even if it's in another language, you know, it's nice to to have that there. And you know, I'll I'll obviously be doing the episodes normally once a week, but you know, these these other episodes are gonna come every now and then that pop up out of nowhere. Uh, I think that just makes things more interesting. And it's a waste, like I said, it's a waste to let the, those types of conversations go. And yeah, yeah, it's been, uh, nothing's really different since uh, it's just the date that's different now. There's a nice nine after the one instead of an eight. And I actually like, I, I like the number 2019, you know, it looks good. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a nice number. It's a nice number. But yeah, I... I it was it was really nice to take this break away from everything and just spend time with my aunt, with my family, and you know I ate so much. You know I I realized how malnourished I was when I when I was there. You know I was like eating three meals a day, and you know I actually had energy and I had the headspace to relax. And you know it's nice to get out of your bubble every now and then and see how things are. You know it's really important to. Uh, to get out of your normal routine every now and then, that's so important. You know, now I'm back into it and now I can get back into it properly and fix my routine. You know, I, I, I was waking up way too late, but today I, I woke up at like 7 in the morning and I, I've been so productive the past two hours. It's 9 in the morning, by the way, I've never recorded a podcast episode this early, really. I mean, technically... <laughs> 2 a.m. is pretty early, but you can also think that's late. That's yeah, just uh, it's how you look at it. So yeah, I I loved the last episode I recorded. It was on a football field. I, I just felt like I had to do it there. And I was really surprised the audio quality was good. And, you know, I talked about that weird that weird thing I saw at, the, <laughs> at, the, at that party my friend took me to. 
and then I talked about, you know, how, how we should see New Year's Eve as just, you know, it's a normal day within our path, but it's a good time to reflect and see where we were to know where we're going to go. I think we get too fixated on our, our goals and we're not sure why we have those goals and we're not sure how to attain them. And sometimes that's just not the right way to look at things, right? Because you just really can't go anywhere without knowing where you are. You know, if I don't know where point A is, how the hell am I going to reach point B? And if you want to really change anything, it has to be a systematic change. And I have to write a paper for my university, a term paper about sustainability. So how to define sustainability and how it applies to advanced economies. And I've been I've been writing that the past uh, the past while. And uh, you know, sustainability is something I chose this topic actually way back because sustainability is something like I believe in wholeheartedly, right? It's a principle I tried to live by since the moment I thought, you know, like, holy shit, I have control over my actions and who I am and I can actively pursue change. But when you look at sustainability and you try to really understand it, you you wake up to something about life because life, everything about life is trying to be sustainable. Life itself is trying to be sustainable. And Okay, what's sustainability? You know, sustainability in essence, is just the ability to maintain a course of action in a changing environment, right? And how am I going to maintain growth if the environment is always changing, you know? And this is what economies are struggling with because the resources and landscapes are always changing, new technologies, and you add one thing here and 10 other things change, change in the system because you're not sure how everything affects everything else. And then you can't maintain that growth and then future generations are screwed and we don't want that. And you look at life itself, you know, like since the first cell came into being and a very, very, you know, shaky, random environment, you know, nature was, nature was cruel. And it had to, you know, this is why in essence with, you know, growth and evolution, mutation, random change and creating a set of offspring you know multiple sets of offspring offspring from yourself creates a higher chance of something being able to survive so you create a quasi random type of multiple simulations of you but in reality with varying attributes in each one and seeing which one survives and that keeps on going you know for a long time and life is trying itself to sustainably be because if life in essence within the randomness sorry within the balance of everything around it between rain temperature air atmosphere gravity all of that together all the time it's hard to be balanced with everything else but we are the product of all of that and we we do need a sense of balance to us and that's important to remain sustainable so why I'm talking about this, you know, to begin with is if we want to really change during New Year's Eve, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of you have the mindset of, yo, I want to change right now, and, you know, I, I want to do stuff. You know, all the power to you. It's good to have that motivation. But the thing about motivation is that it, it doesn't last. You know, motivation comes and goes. And what matters is how you act and how you continue on acting regardless of how you feel or not. Like last night... I, I made it a habit of mine to read uh, German books right before I fall asleep. 
and I was reading Harry Potter, uh, the third book, The Prisoner of Azkaban in German, and and I really didn't feel like reading it. I really just wanted to sleep, but I was like, no. I told myself I'm going to read every night, and I will read every night. So I literally just took, uh, like, I read a bit more than half a page, and I was like, okay, that's enough. Closed the book and passed out, because I wasn't I wasn't reading that half a page to read that half a page. I was reading it so that I can maintain my momentum to continue doing this every night because I promised myself to. So even if I do a little bit of it just to keep me going so maybe that's a sustainable way to continue so yeah i i thought about it a lot and you know with change it has to be studied out and systematic and this is why we don't follow up with change our motivation dies out at some point and then we we stop doing what it is that we thought we should do because when we come up with our goals besides the fact that we we don't know properly where we are and we don't orient ourselves properly within our structure. We give ourselves goals like, I want to quit smoking or I want to lose weight or I want to get a nice body. You know, we, we take the ultimate goal and we, we choose that and that's nice. But, you know, every step in between, that's complicated. It takes time. It takes mental energy to decide on and do and that's a bit, you know, it's not, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy, you know. <laughs> you know, if I if I wanted to decide, I want to lose weight. I want to, I want to, I want to be thin, you know. And I want to really look at it. I have to really decide every step that's going to to come in between. So, when when you want to lose weight, you have to understand that it's a it's a story of energy. I have to understand how much energy is coming into me, how many calories I'm consuming, and how many calories I burn. Uh, so that's input and output. You know, if you want to lose weight, then your output has to be higher than your input, regardless of how high they are. They just have to be in comparison. The output has to be higher than the input. So I have to burn off more than I more than I consume. Okay, how do I burn off more than I consume? I could go to the gym three or four times a day, not a day, sorry, a week, and and I can I can decide on that and be like, okay. Instead of just saying I want to go to the gym three or four times a week, let me take it a step further and decide I'm going to go to this gym that's 10 minutes away from my place and I'm going to go there Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Sunday, you know. And and then I have that system and then I go work out. Now you could go deeper and be like, what do I want to work out exactly? And you could go and think, okay, Monday I'm going to work out, I'm going to work, do back training, Wednesday, chest, and Friday, whatever, man. So, why I'm saying this is because everything you want to do has so many steps in between, but if you just choose the ultimate goal and then you, you just mindlessly start going to the gym or mindlessly start eating less, for example, then at some point your motivation is going to die off. Mainly because you haven't seen any improvement, because you haven't been maintaining a systematic type of change, and you ha- it hasn't been a studied type of change. You're not aware of what you're doing exactly and how you need to do it. Most of the time, you know, sometimes you might, but you're just you just stop doing it because you lose your momentum and you're like, you know what, screw it. Or you know, you have these parts of you fighting for control, and this part of you that saw that muffin in the store and was like, I feel like a muffin right now. 
And the other part of you was like, dude, I know that, you know, this, this muffin isn't good for me. I shouldn't eat it. You know, I'll get a sugar rush and then like my, then I'll suddenly get tired and let's just avoid the muffin. But then, you know, you find yourself ordering uh, your sandwich or tea or coffee or whatever. And you find yourself saying, uh, can I have a muffin with that too? And then you're like surprised from yourself, but at the same time you're excited because you're going to get to eat a muffin. And then you eat it and you're eating it while you're guilty. And then after that, you're sort of pissed at yourself because you knew you shouldn't have done it, but you did it anyways. And, you know, this happens often, you know, you have sides to yourself that fight for one thing. And when one side wins, you usually, you usually feel guilty and you usually feel bad and you, you start giving the side that lost too much shit. And that really takes energy away from fighting again another day. Um, and you know, it's just about the wolf inside of you that you feed. That one gets stronger and the other one gets weaker. And, and it's, it's, it's okay to fail once or twice or three times. What matters is that you get back up and you try again, you know, but what we do is that we see that we failed once and then bam, that's it. You know, we stop going to the gym once or twice, momentum dies, and then we just stop going in general. So I started doing that. I started instead of, you know, when I was going to the gym, and it was a 10-minute walk from my place. And the weather here in Germany is cold, man. So I used to tell myself, I'm going to go to the gym four times a week. It would have been better if I decided which days. Because that takes away the decision-making process. Which ends up, you know, making a decision takes more energy than actually going to the gym and doing the exercises themselves. You know, they did a test on that. And they got three groups of people, one one control group and two test test groups. The control group was just told, go to the gym, you know, just just go to the gym, how often you can or want or whatever. Uh, and the second group, they got them and they told them, okay, write down on a piece of paper that you're going to go to the gym for three times a week and then try to go to the gym for three times a week. And then the third group, they got them to write exactly where they're going to train what days they're going to train and what hours they're going to train during those days so we're going to train at this gym at these days at these hours every week and then they checked how many people actually went to the gym from the three groups and the first group like maybe 20 25 percent went second group the ones who only wrote wrote it down that we're going to go to the gym this many times I think like 50% went or even less, like 40. And the third group, like 75 to 80% of them were regularly going to the gym. Because it took away the process of having to decide to go to the gym. You know, they just went. And this is why CEOs like Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg always wear the same thing every every morning. They have their style and they don't think about what they need to wear. And Obama had his suits, you know, ready. He never woke up and thought which what he needs to wear. He just wears it making decisions and deciding on a possible outcome in the future it it takes so much energy from your brain you know you're creating alternate realities in your head and you're calculating things and computing just do it you know just go and do the actions themselves and that actually takes less energy than the decision in your head because it takes willpower to make decisions and willpower is not really understood and it's just really finite you know you have a very small amount of willpower that you can you can train it and you can you know try to 
nurture it and all of that, like everything else, but it uh, takes practice. So, so what I used to do, I told myself I'll go to the gym three or four times a week. And there were so many days where I was sitting at home and I was like, I just want to sleep or watch a show or eat or pass out. I really don't want to go. And I used I used to tell myself, dude, you promised yourself you're going to go four times a week. I didn't promise myself that I would work out. I just promised myself I would go to the gym. So I told I tell myself, Khalid, dress up, take your shit, walk to the gym, open the door, go inside, and walk back out. That's all I want you to do. That's it, you know. And then I'm like, fuck it, you know. I'll take a nice walk. I go. It's really cold and it's raining usually, and then like I and it's gray and dark. And I walk for 10, 10, 13 minutes. I get to the gym. I open the door. I walk inside. But I don't leave again. I stay, you know. And I, I'm i like, just do one exercise. I do one exercise. And then, you know, it starts, continue, like I continue. And then I actually work out. And even if I did like 20% of the 100% that I'd usually do, I still did more than nothing. Not so much better than nothing. And that worked, that actually worked with me, you know, and I was like, screw it. Because it built momentum, I started really small, the requirement was simple. And if I did enter and decide to go back home, I'd still be proud of myself because, you know, I actually got up and changed my my pace. And I, I walked, I would have walked like 20 minutes then, uh, back and forth. So yeah, so that's what I <laughs> what I was doing. And it worked, you know, It's but like... Knowing exactly how you're going to go with the process of how to lose weight or how to quit smoking or how to, and and knowing every step and writing that down, that makes such a big difference. And then actually just, it's okay if when you, when you fuck up every now and then, but it's important to be able to, you know, those little, little moments where you really don't feel like doing something, but you, you fight and you do the minimum possible thing that you can do to feed the wolf that you want to feed and not feed the wolf that's lazy and just wants to eat chips and pass out on his bed while watching Netflix, you know? And that's that's your decision, you know? That's that's your decision. And it's up to you. And if you want to be the type of person that you feel like you, you need to be and the type that you respect, then you, start, you have to start acting like that person, you know? I said this before, self-esteem is your relationship with yourself. And you see... You know, you're the only one who sees everything that you're doing. And if you're not acting in the way that you think that you should be acting, you'll sort of always be disappointed. And that makes a sustainable change, you know, knowing the plan exactly, creating a time frame, creating a measurement goal. I want to lose 10 kilograms by the next four months instead of saying, I just want to lose weight. You know, that's vague. That's that's not a target. That's unattainable. It's like this vague fog in the air that you can't, you know, aim at. But the more you zoom in and precisely choose that point, this here, exactly, within this time, and this is how I'm going to measure it, you know, because what measured is what can change, you know. This is <laughs> business talk. It's, it's all about what you can measure, too. And when you create a term of measurement for your goal, then you then you know what what the values are that, that are important. And when you know what's important for your path, then everything else that's unimportant becomes irrelevant and you don't pay too much attention to it. And you're moving in this direction. You know where you're going. And all of everything else is just noise. 
everything else is just noise coming and going and just you know put it to the side and you know you know what's important and you're acting on that and you're dealing with the problems that you need to deal and the other problems that you know aren't important you aren't dealing with so yeah sustainability you know acting in a way that can maintain you can maintain this course of action for a very long time this is why like i have a friend of mine who takes sleeping pills okay what she does is exactly and i told her you know how fucked of a mistake this was or is you know she she drinks coffee at like 9 p.m or 10 p.m and then when she she decides to sleep at 12 she takes sleeping pills and passes out and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) what 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 that's so confusing you know you drink coffee and then you decide to sleep and because you can't you decide to take sleeping pills and then pass out how how long do you think you can continue doing this before it really hurts you before you really can't you know sleep again without taking pills or before you you it's it's just not good for you if not now then later on and her answer was if i can't sleep i take sleeping pills if i'm tired I drink coffee. If down the line something wrong happens, then I'll find something else to do to fix it. And I'll keep doing that. And I just fucking slapped myself, you know, gave face palm. And I thought to myself, wow, this is not sustainable. This is not something you can maintain and keep doing for a long time. Uh, <laughs> and she wouldn't get it, you know. I think like she gets it. She's aware of that, but she just doesn't give a fuck. It's just way too comfortable for her how easy it is to sleep with sleeping pills that she just doesn't care uh, for now, you know. But at some point, it will come back and, you know, bite her in the ass. And it's the same thing with smoking, you know, cigarettes. You know, you can smoke right now and you can keep on smoking forever. And, you know, who knows, if you don't get if you don't get cancer now, for example, you still have, you know, a good 50 years ahead of you where you could still get cancer. And even if you don't do it then, then you're still going to, when you're, like my grandfather, he's 74 right now, and the guy's been smoking since he was 14, and for the for the past, you know, eight years, he's been having really bad health problems, and like, he can't breathe a lot, and he, he gets, he gets dizzy really quickly, and he faints often, and he can't eat, and, you know, he's alive, and he'll tell you, like, and I had this discussion with him a few years back, He's like, <laughs> the time, the time you're like, you're going to die when you're going to die. You know, that's, that's God decided when you're going to die and that's when you're going to go out and that's it. But your health or your well-being until then, that's in question, you know. So if I, if you don't smoke, then okay, you'd be healthy and strong, but you'd still die at the same time. And if you smoke, then you'll just be a bit tired and, and weak, but you'll still die at the same time. And for me, of course, you know, I think that's utter bullshit. I don't, I don't believe in that, you know, because if, if you believe that God decided on a time for, for you to die, and if you think that God is om- omniscient and, and he, he knows all, then if he decided that you're going to die on this date, then for sure he also knew everything that you've done at every single point in your life leading up to that point for you to to die so 
he knew you started smoking at 14 and he knew you're going to keep on continuing until you're 74 and he knows how your health situation is and based on that he knows when you're going to die it's not as if like he decides the date and everything else is irrelevant no he if he has all the data and information to make an informed decision that he thinks is best for the entire future of the cosmos you know but don't underestimate your own god man <laughs> what the fuck you know and like he can my grandfather can barely breathe or walk or do anything and i i don't want to be in that position when i'm when i'm that old and and if if god wills it then I'll be that old, and when I'm that old, I'll I'll be co- as conscious as I am right now, and I'll I'll be in a state where every decision that I've done in my past affects how I'm experiencing life right now, and if I experience it through the lens of being really unhealthy, unable to breathe, and always uncomfortable, then I'd rather you know I please no, I'd rather be healthy now. And be comfortable then too, and, and look look back at now and think, yo, thanks Khalid, thanks past Khalid, you did, you did a good job, bro. I appreciate you not fucking it up for me, but it's myself too, you know. I don't want to, I don't want to be my biggest enemy, and that's really important. And that's just about which wolf we feed. So it's it's important to think about how long you can continue doing something before it bites you back in the ass, right? And <laughs> and try to do something that's actually that's actually creating some positivity and good direction in your life and that's somewhat sustainable because it creates more than it consumes in a sense you know but again see how that affects your life and see how see the things in your life that you know that you should stop doing that are causing you problems for your life and and you can if you actually sit down and ask yourself you know what am i doing that that I would be better off not doing. And your your brain will somehow, you know, pop up answers and it'll tell you, you know. You should stop drinking so much uh so much coffee maybe in the morning or uh you should stop yelling at your mom every every time she talks to you and maybe then you can actually have a proper conversation with her. Because, uh, you know if like every time if every time I talk to my mom, I get into a fight with her, and I fight with her for like 20 minutes a day. That's like really pure negative emotion and energy for 20 minutes that propagates throughout my entire day and week and everything. And if I do that every day, then that's like a lot of time of me fighting with my mom in a year. And that time could really be used actually, you know, having a genuine good conversation the that propagates good energy throughout my day rather than bad but that's just an example you know you have you have a lot of these things that you're doing consistently and like if you look at them on a large scale of time they accumulate and i was i was joking with my cousin my my german cousin um the other day and he was like dude if you do if you do a push-up a day in 10 years you would have done 3650 push-ups and and he's like, but if you do two push-ups a day, you double that. And if you do 10 push-ups a day, then you do 36,500 push-ups in 10 years. That's insane. And and he's he's right, you know? He's he's like he he said it jokingly and stupidly, you know, because he just wanted to have fun, but he's totally right. 
even if you improve yourself a fraction of a percent every day for the next two years, you'll be in such a different place from where you are right now. It's not even imaginable. You know, you can't even imagine it. And a big part of being able to move forward is just, it's not about even doing something better. It's or doing things that you think you should do. We just do a lot of things that are harmful, harmful to us and for us, and we know they are, and we still do them. And and you know, like that's that's something that just stop doing the things that you know are bad for you. And everyone knows things that are bad for them or not. And it's just it's just up to you to decide what you think is the best for you, and actually do it. Uh, so yeah, I think that's it for, for this episode. So keep it short, keep it nice, keep it simple. And, uh, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm going to go, one of my best friends from Madrid, she's a musical genius, man. She's, uh, uh, she's a musical genius. I don't know how many instruments she plays, and she lives in Berlin, but she's going to play in a concert tonight in Hamburg. So she actually texted me. I didn't have WhatsApp, so she sent me an SMS message and that's how she knew like uh, how that's how I knew she really wanted me to come and she uh she told me like she's gonna play here in Hamburg and I, I got myself two tickets and I'm going there tonight I'm really excited to to just sit down I've never went to a classical music concert you know I just want to sit down and absorb that tonight I'm really excited and yeah this is the earliest <laughs> episode I've ever recorded uh, it's been a very productive day so far. I can't even imagine. And yeah, another thing, right? I wanted to say it's really funny. Like when I recorded that episode in the football field, I actually recorded about an hour and forty-eight minutes of me talking, but I deleted the last fifty minutes because I was like, "Fuck that!" You know, I I, I went into. I went into, I don't know, so much about, you know, what I think life really is. And I, and it was so like, I, I was just in a, in a zone where I was just talking about how I think life is basically intelligence trying to evolve and figure itself out constantly. And I went on that for a good 40, 50 minutes. And I was like, okay, this is nice and all. But I, I think I'll do an episode about that later because, you know, this was... It just didn't make sense for it to fit there. Uh, it's just still a process that I'm going through myself, you know, creating this and keep on going. And, I, like, I, I can feel everything in my life being slightly different the more I record. And I'm having such a... Because I'm, re I'm recording an episode a week and, like, I'm doing it weekly. It's putting my weeks into such a stronger perspective because... I realize how short they are and how fast they're moving and I find myself recording again and again and again and I've already got 12 episodes out or 13 and that's insane you know I remember recording the first episode and I remember I recorded the first episode a good four or five times and every time it was at least an hour and every time I was like, I'm not feeling it, man. I'm not, <laughs> you know, this is the first impression these guys are going to get from my show. This is like, who am I? What is this? What is anything? What am I going to talk about? What, what, What is wisdom anyways, man? 
and you know throughout throughout my different recordings uh, of the past 12 episodes i i thought to myself like whoa there's things that i said here or there that i wish i added in the first episode you know but i can't add everything in the first episode and i don't want to change the first episode either but this is a journey and this is something that's going to continue changing and if you're if you're listening you're listening uh, you'll keep on hearing new tidbits every now and then can't all be in one episode you know and even sustainability itself is like i'm i'm writing a report on it it's uh, I, it's it's much longer than than what i said you know i just gave the essence of how i think you should approach your life in a sustainable way just stop doing the things that you know you know aren't good for you within your relationships within how you treat yourself you know treat yourself as if you're someone that actually matters you know if if your dog needed to take medicine or your dad or someone close to you you'd make sure they take that medicine but for some reason when it's you that needs to take that medicine you'd you'd be you know you you might not care that much and i i don't see why that's that's the case we don't treat ourselves as if we're people that that are worth being cared for and we don't care for ourselves as much as we should and that's not sustainable (laughs) right and like i said look at your life as if you're going to live for 80 years and within that frame understand that you're going to be there at some point and when that point comes where do you want to be and who do you want to be and all of that and you have a lot of time to to get to that but at the same time it's not that much time because anything that that cons- constantly runs out for a consistent period of time and is you know bound to finish and it's finite then you don't have much of it technically and the more that we live the more that we're the more we see time passing by faster because in our perspective it's uh, it's like that i'll talk about that later actually and yeah, like this is the beginning of the year and tomorrow it's somehow going to be 2020 and we're all going to be like, how the fuck did we get here? So it's just about maintaining the things that we think are important to us. And even if we don't do them at our full capacity, even if it's just 10%, 20%, 30% better, within the year you'll be an entirely different person. Within two years, you'll be in an, in an entirely different place than you ever thought was possible. But it's just up to you to actually go on that path to reach the life that you want. But it's important to remember why you started to begin with. Why is it that you want to go after this this type of lifestyle or this narrative, let's say, or this place that you want to be? Because your motivation will die off, but you'll still have to get up out of bed and still continue. You'll have to do the things you know you need to do to get to where you need to go. And why is that? Ask yourself that. Answer it and ask why else and go deep into that and figure that out, you know. Understand it and... Because life, you know, it's a shifting landscape that's constantly changing. And to be sustainable, you need to be in a state of mind that can adapt to this changing environment. And since your motivation and your atmosphere and your relationships and everything about you, they're constantly going to be changing and you're going to be going up and down and up and down and your motivation goes up and down, up and down. 
how is it that I can maintain my action during all of this time to actually keep on moving forward? And having a strong why is, is what pushes you. Because when you don't have that motivation, you still remember, I'm doing this for a reason. And if I don't do it, then who knows what will happen. I'm doing this for a damn good reason. And I'm not going to stop. And because of that, you don't. That's my that's my midnight wisdom for the day. In the morning. <laughs> morning wisdom. Yeah, no, no. Forget I said that. Uh, yeah, have a wonderful new year, guys. Take care.